a little over a week ago, uh, we had the, the final concert for the um, jazz education, their summer workshop. Uh, we've been hosting them for about eight years. They come for five weeks. Um, we don't, you know, this is an outreach for us. They come and their amazing teachers teach them all about uh, music and the, and the industry. And they're middle-aged and high school uh, musicians, and they're just fabulous. And so, um, one of the joyful things that we do here is we get to support that. And at the concert, they played a blues uh, classic, and the director. Uh, Mr. Campbell said, blues is Texas classical music. <laughs> I thought of that um, when I watched the news this last week, which I never, I just, I don't turn, I read the news, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just never turn on the, um, the, I mean, I watch, I don't watch the local news, let's just put it this way, but my husband and I, turn on the local news for some odd reason and it was the 10 o'clock news one night and in five minutes there were five horrific things that had happened in our fair city. And it wasn't the heat, it was like human beings doing things to human beings and it was just like, and they were hyping it up, you know, like it was some kind of HBO special or something, you know, after the break, two more horrific things. And, and we just turned it off. And uh, I mean, these were gruesome. And and I, I just after that, I was just like, I was I was just blue, you know. I was just like, please God, make it stop. And even with these um, hearings about all the all the things people did and their election of duty, it's just like, please God, just make people act right. <laughs> Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the prayer we've been praying since Jesus walked the earth. So I was, I was praying prayers of lament, which do not fit easily in Anne Lamont's three categories of prayer. Help, thanks, wow. Right? That's what she says. I think I've mentioned this before. Maybe, maybe lament is in help, right? Like, help, help us. So today the gospel is about this prayer. This prayer that we've been praying for so long. And that if you're Christian, you probably know. And that is uh, true whether you're... A Christian who thinks that they're more liturgical or more filled with the Spirit or worship on Saturday or worship on Sunday or only care about preaching or love the sacraments or are liberal or are conservative or a mix of both. And so this is a prayer that actually unites us in many ways, across divisions. And it's very simple and concise. It starts with God. God. 
God, you are God. And then, help your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then, give us what we need to sustain our journey in this life. And then forgive us and help us to forgive. And then another acknowledgement of God's greatness. So I've been helping a lot of folks. There's the Holy Spirit is stirring up a lot of folks who are looking for spiritual uh, direction and discernment these days. And it's got me going back to the catechism in the back of the prayer book. And in the Episcopal Church tradition, there are not three types of prayers, but seven, right? And it's all there listed in the catechism. I'll give you the page. <laughs> uh, 8.57. And sometimes, you know, people... They don't know how to pray. They don't know what to pray. And prayer, you know, is not just sitting on your knees with your hands closed together. I think prayer is that child's smile right there. <laughs> wiggling and worming and just living his best self. Right? There's a prayer of adoration which is just sort of reveling in the presence of God. Not asking for anything, but just, you know, it might be you see something beautiful, and you're just like, God is here. You may see the child smile, or you may see a beautiful sunset, and you're just like, you know, this is amazing. And then there's praise, which also, you're not asking for anything. You're just, you're just saying with, you're lifting your heart and your mind up to God. Just, just as an act of spiritual love. And of knowing who you are. And then, and then there's penitence, right? We know what penitence is. We have the 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 the, the <clears throat> confession, the general confession in the middle of our services. And that's when, you know, we say, we 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 admit when we've missed the mark. And then we ask for forgiveness and then we go about amending our I'm letting one go to the end if you're looking along in the prayer book. <laughs> <laughs> then there's oblation. And oblation is giving our lives, ourselves, to God's will, to God's work. We're an offering to God. That could be coming to church. That could be um, helping a friend. That could be at a protest for racial justice. That could be 
on the altar guild. That could be serving the homeless. Oblation is giving of yourself in union with Christ to the doing of God's will on earth. And then there's intercession and petition, which is asking for something. Intercession is asking on behalf of somebody else. But in the end, saying God's will be done. Really, you don't have any control over it anyway. So, But we love people, so we pray for them. And that's our prayers for people. And that's our prayers for our friends. Prayers for the sick. Prayers for our enemy. That's praying on somebody else's back. And petition, though, is this is what I need, God, and I'm praying for it. And again, you know more than, than I do. You have the whole picture at your disposal, the big picture at your disposal. And that's asking for healing or health or insight or clarity. So we are called as Christians, and we're baptizing these beautiful young babies and toddlers or well, runners now. Not really a toddler, right? Two? Two? <laughs> Three? Oh, two years. Yeah, he's not toddler anymore. He's running. <laughs> and, um, and, and this world, you know, needs prayer. Needs our recognition of God, our response to God. Needs our specific petitions and intercession. Needs our oblation. Needs our work. Sister Joan Chittister, in her uh, book on Benedictine spirituality, which the prayer book is based on, um, wrote a story about a group of disciples who were really like into this pilgrimage, and pilgrimages are great, I'm not saying they're not, but this particular group seemed more set on the travel than like um, what, whatever uh, uh, work day in and day out that they were supposed to be doing at the church. And so an elder of the church gave them a gourd, an old bitter gourd, and said, Take this and dip it in every river, holy river, uh, that you get to in your pilgrimage. And when you're in a shrine, if there's holy water, sprinkle it with holy water. And so they did that. And they came back and they presented the gourd. And then the gourd was cooked for dinner. And the gourd was bitter and tasted terrible. And the elder said, okay. See, this is my point. Like prayer without incarnation, prayer without service doesn't change anything. God calls us into the Christian family, in the Christian household, to pray, to praise, and to serve. Jesus' prayer, the most ancient one, isn't about getting to heaven. It's about bringing heaven here. So we're called 
to do that, know how to do that through discernment and through action, sometimes through mistakes, and sometimes through hard lessons. And even when we're saying the blues because of everything that's going on and the chaos in the world. One of the editors of the Christian Century wrote uh, this very interesting essay on the five spiritual senses. She kind of rediscovered this monk, Maximus, and somehow, I can't really, I didn't use this in my sermon at 1030 because I couldn't remember how the connection was, but she, she relates this seventh century monk's spiritual practices to healing the rescued dog. So Maximus was the monk, and we'll call the dog Max, right? And the dog was abused and brought back to life with patience and, and pet when he allowed. And one of the spiritual gifts, faculties, that Maximus talked about that he said we have that correspond to our five senses. He called the vivifying faculty, which is touch. Today, we will hold these children in our arms and we will baptize them with water and mark them with oil. And they will be, as we all were, buried with Christ in our baptism, and in that same baptism, brought back to life by God. We will be vivified, as the 7th century Maximus talked about. And so the final way of prayer that is traditionally acknowledged in our church is a way also to touch our lives, vivify our lives, revive, revitalize our lives, and that is thanksgiving. When we are low and the world is overwhelming, find something to give thanks for. Find some way to be grateful. Be grateful for friendship. Be grateful for music. Be grateful for pair of shoes you like. Be grateful for anything. Because only with gratitude can we continue to walk our own spiritual transformation of the human will towards God's will. On earth as in heaven. And only in that way can we remember to ask, to open, and to pray. Amen. Amen.